to talk about our Heavenly Father this morning. Thank God today, and I hope yours was, and I believe mine was with all my heart, he was ready to go when God called him out. I believe today that he's sitting at the portal of heaven this morning. I believe he's there with some of my brother, with my mother, with my sister. I believe he's there this morning because the Bible says to be absent of this body means to be present with the Lord. Amen. How many believe that this morning? People may say this and they may say that. All I can tell you is what the Bible says. And the Bible says when the last breath goes out of us, uh, it returned to God who gave it. Amen. And the Bible also says one day in the resurrection we're going to have a brand new body. Amen. And the Bible also says that we're going to be known as we are known out here. How many believe that this morning? If you believe that this morning, then you need to be a Christian, hey man, because I'm going to tell you something. I know it's the very best. I don't have many more years to go, uh, uh, Brother Dean, because of something. Nothing else killed me. Old age will. Uh, uh, but I'm going to tell you something this morning. When I do leave here, I'm not going to look behind and leave nothing behind here, you know, uh, that I don't want to see in my family. I want to see them all in heaven. Uh, amen. And that's one thing about it this morning. Uh, if you're here this morning and your parents uh, uh, done passed and gone on, uh, amen, and you're not ready to go, and if they were Christians, uh, if you don't get right with God, you will miss seeing your family again, amen. But that's one of the promises that I have this morning, uh, and one of the promises that I want to preach out of uh, here this morning is in John chapter 14, a very familiar scripture, uh, and God led me to it, and he said, let not your heart be troubled, uh, ye believe in God, believe also in me. How many believe that this morning? Uh, how many believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God this morning? Uh, and he said, listen to this. He said, in my Father's house. Uh, now that is, that is our earthly, our, uh, our heavenly Father that I'm talking about. Uh, he said, in my Father's house. Uh, Jesus said, are many mansions. Uh, he said, if it were not so, he said, I would have told you. Uh, he said, I go to prepare a place for you. Uh, now, I want to look here for just a little bit here at these few verses. Uh, in my Father's house, he, Jesus said, are many mansions. Uh, and Jesus said, if it were not so, uh, he said, I would have told you. You know, there's one thing, there's not anything that God can't do, really, uh, except one thing, and the Bible says that God cannot lie. Amen. God cannot sin. Amen. But here is the promises uh, that Jesus was leaving us uh, before he left the disciples. Uh, and he told them, he said, let not your hearts be troubled. Uh, he said, if you believe in God, uh, believe also in me. Uh, hallelujah. I, you know, I hope I can bring this out to make it clear this morning. Uh, Jesus, over in John three sixteen. now think about this first. He was telling them, and he's telling us this morning, uh, if we're Christians, he said, let not your hearts be troubled. Uh, that is, if we believe in God, uh, Jesus said, believe also in me. Uh, and if we believe in God, uh, Heavenly Father, uh, and we believe in Jesus Christ, uh, and we believe in John three sixteen. Uh, for God so loved the world uh, that he gave his only begotten Son, uh, that who Whosoever would believe in him uh, would not perish, uh, but would have everlasting life. Uh, and Jesus said, God sent not his Son uh, and to the world to condemn the world, uh, but the world through him, uh, hallelujah, might be saved this morning. Amen. Do you know the Heavenly Father this morning? 
Do you know Jesus Christ this morning? Uh, if you know Jesus Christ, uh, Jesus went ahead and said, If you had known me, then you know my Father. Uh, thank God, but listen to this promise here in verse 2. Uh, he said, In my Father's house, uh, he said, Are many mansions. Uh, if it were not so, listen to this. Uh, Jesus said, if it were not so, uh, he said, I would have told you. Uh, Jesus cannot lie. Uh, he said, if it wasn't a mansion uh, waiting in heaven for you, uh, he said, then I would have told you there was. Uh, but he said, I don't lie. Uh, he said, in my father's house are many mansions. Uh, if it were not so, I would have told you. But listen to this. Uh, Jesus said, I go to prepare. Uh, hallelujah. I go to prepare a place for you. That's a promise. He said, I'll leave here. He said in John chapter, John chapter 14, verse, to, John chapter 16 and verse 7, Jesus said this. Uh, he said, nevertheless, I'll tell you the truth. Uh, it is expedient. It is important. Uh, he said, for you that I go away. Uh, for if I go not away, uh, the Comforter, was the Holy Ghost, uh, will not come unto you. Uh, but if I depart, uh, I will send him unto you. Uh, praise God. Uh, he said, I won't leave you comfortless. Uh, when I go, uh, he was talking about his crucifixion. Uh, he was talking about dying uh, for your sin and my sin, Brother Mark. Uh, and he said, when I go, uh, I'll not leave you uh, without any help. Uh, he said, it is important that I go. If I don't go, uh, then you will never make it to heaven either. Uh, it's important important that Jesus died uh, for you and me this morning uh, because if he hadn't have, uh, we would have all been bound for hell this morning. <laughs> Jesus said if it were not so he said I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you. And listen to verse 3. Uh, well, another promise he made. Uh, he said and if I go uh, and prepare a place for you. He said I will come again. How many is looking for his coming today? Amen. Now let me stop right here for just a second. And make something clear. If you think that you're going to be here. When the rapture, rapture comes. Then you may be. And if you think you're going to put it off. You better stop thinking that way. When he said, when I go and prepare a place for you, he said, I will come again and I will receive you unto myself so that where I am, he said, there you may be also. Right. Now he's going to prepare a mansion for each and every one of us. Does anybody hear me? He's going to pay promise to us. He was no respecter of person. He is not partiality. He's not going to say, Mark, I went to build make your mansion. And not say to Brother Ed here, Ed, I didn't go to build you one. He said, I'm going to prepare a mansion for every single one of us. And let me tell you something today. It may be today. It may be that right in the next hour. It might be tonight. It might be tomorrow, next week, next year. Ten years down the road, Brother Billy, I, I don't know when I, he's coming back after me, I, but I know one thing, I, I know I'm waiting I, when he does I, go to my mansion, hey man. Woo! I, God, that feel good this morning. Been able to do that for a while. 
These are the promises God made you this morning. Why in the world wouldn't anybody want to be saved? Why wouldn't anybody want to be a Christian this morning? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, think about this, Jesus said that where I am, there you shall be also. Oh, I want to see my mansion. I want to see my family that's done going on. I want to see my friends. I want to see Peter, James, and John, Andrew, and Matthew, Nathaniel, and all of them. I want to sit down and talk to the Apostle Paul and just say to Apostle Paul, Paul, you might be one reason that I made it here after the life you lived and I read in the Word of God where you got saved and turned out to be a great apostle. I want to sit down and I want just to talk a little while. Amen. Because I read there where you said one time, Paul, I said, uh, uh, who you said one time in the Bible, uh, I am what I am by the grace of God. Uh, and I want to say it, and I've said it many times, uh, uh, church, that's all I am today. Uh, I am what I am uh, by the grace of God. Uh, uh, somebody told me one time, uh, I said, well, preacher, uh, don't you wear a suit uh, uh, the church? I said, not if I can help it, I don't. Uh, I'll wear a suit to funeral. Uh, to pay my respects uh, and sometimes I'll wear them to marriage uh, but I'm going to tell you something uh, I'm an old country boy uh, growed up on Snake Creek Road here uh, hey man uh, I've been around a long time uh, and I'm still old fashioned uh, growed up old fashioned uh, I'll die old fashioned uh, i tell you what uh, one time when I got to preaching uh, my wife before I preached my first sermon uh, uh, she said to me was coming down the road from a funeral home up in Casey County uh, and she looked over me and I was already sweating my hand was sweaty and all and she reached over and got my hand she said uh, husband she said Ralph she said you'll be alright uh, she had told me at home that night before that Sunday when I preached my first sermon uh, supposed to she come through the house to get my clothes out and she said honey she said I'm sorry uh, I just don't have your suit uh, that to lay out for you uh, and I looked at her and I said if it takes a suit and a tie uh, to make a preacher out of me uh, I'll never be a preacher hey man uh, I'm what I am by the grace of God uh, you can like me uh, or you can not like me uh, I'm still old fashioned uh, I still love beans and cornbread uh, and a bit of onion with it uh, and a little piece of meat when I can find it brother Mark uh, I still uh, I'm still uh, like to get out uh, hey man in the yard and the work in the garden and work uh, I'm telling you what I'm not much of a house person I am what I am by the grace of God. Amen. You're what you are by the grace of God. But God, no matter how you are this morning, you say, preacher, are you preaching about suits? No, Dean, I ain't preaching about suits. If you want to wear a suit, you wear a suit. And I won't say nothing about it to you. But if I don't wear one, don't you get out and talk about me and say, hey, he's a preacher, he should wear a preacher. But listen, let's go on here. Time's about to run out. And he said, he went on and he said, uh, and where I go, he said, ye know, and the way ye know. Is anybody here this morning don't know the way to heaven? Is anybody here don't know the way? Is everybody here on their way? If you don't know the way, 
Jesus told us right here. And he said, where I go, you know. And he said, the way you know. Well, listen, old Thomas here, old Doubting Thomas. He said, Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whether or where thou goest. So how can we know the way? Listen to what Jesus told Thomas. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. He said, No man cometh unto the Father, our Heavenly Father. No man cometh to your Father except you come by me first. You can't get in no other way. Can't get in no other way. Oh, I've heard some of these TV stars and all that one woman. I can't think of her name, but I just don't believe a word she tells me. Oprah, there you go. Thank you, brother. She said, now y'all may be an Oprah fan, but I don't care. Oh, she said, there's more ways to get to heaven than what they say. Jesus ain't the only way to get to heaven. Well, according to the book, and I, how many believe the book here this morning? How many believe it's a true book? Are you going to believe it this morning, or are you going to believe Oprah or some other big movie star? And Jesus said unto him, Thomas, or Thomas, he said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No man or woman cometh unto the Father but by me. The only way to heaven is by the cross. By the cross, that's the only way. You say, well, what's a cross to get to do with it? Because the cross represents the man that hung on that cross. And that man that hung on that cross, he just didn't hang there for your sin to pay the price for your sin, but he took your place. Amen. Amen. We none don't deserve today of being blessed, Tony, like you're talking about. We none don't believe need to we we don't deserve to be blessed. What have we done for the Lord uh, that we should be blessed the way that we're blessed? Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. There's no other way this morning. You can't buy your way in. The Bible says, you know, you can't slip your way in. You can't climb your way in. You can't buy your way in. You can't cheat your way in. You've got to get there one way. And Jesus said, I'm the way. He said, I'm here. Ralph Foster's not the way. Dean Moore's not the way. Tony not the way, Johnny not the way, Mark's not the way. None of you are the way. Let me go on here. And he said, verse 7, he said, If ye had known me, <laughs> think about it. If ye had known me, who's he talking to? He's talking to Thomas. Thomas had been with him how long? Three and a half years. Thomas had been with him. But notice what Jesus said. He said, if you had known me, that sounds like Thomas had been with Jesus a long time. 
And I thought about that and I thought, how many today, how many today has professed to be Christians, professed to be Christians for years, and had come right down to it, they don't know who Jesus Christ is. Because they're not out of relationship with Him. They think they're saved, but it's because some preacher said, well, you pray this prayer with me, and he prayed a prayer with them. Now then, raise your hand, and I've seen them raise their hand, and the preacher say, well, you're saved now. That ain't good enough. That ain't good enough. No preacher can save you. No prayer can save you unless it's a prayer of repentance, my friend. And you'll not get to heaven unless you truly know for yourself not what I tell you, not what some other preacher tells you, but it's what you know that Jesus Christ has saved your soul, that He died for you, and He's sitting at the portal of heaven today. And I'm going to tell you something just because I tell you or anybody else tells you you're saved, that don't mean you're saved. Uh, you've got to have a personal relationship uh, with Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thomas said, Jesus said, If ye had known me, Thomas, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth, he said, Thomas, from now on, he said, You know him and you have seen him. When you've seen Jesus, you've seen the Father. Now notice here. And then another disciple stepped in, Philip. And Philip said, Unto him, Lord, show us the Father. <laughs> Jesus had just told Thomas. And he said, Jesus, Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and his suffereth us. What that means, Lord, show us. The Father, and then we will know. But note what Jesus said. Then Jesus said unto Philip, I have been so long a time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how saith, how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the work. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake for what I've done. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, listen to this. Is anybody listening to this? And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. You say, well, I've asked in his name before and I ain't got it. Think about this. 
If Jesus gave you everything you've asked for, I'm talking to everybody in here right now. If Jesus gave you all of your wants, you would be the most miserable person in this world. I already got a bunch of amen there. Sometimes we don't want to admit to the truth, do we? But we would be the most miserable people on the world. You say, no, if God give me the million dollars, I'd be the happiest person in the world. Well, He's give you more than that. And you just won't accept it. Because He's done a million dollars, that money would run out in time. Because chances are you just blow it or spend it foolishly. No, I wouldn't. Don't sit there and lie to God. You would. Some people squeeze a dollar till the blood comes out of it. <laughs> but think about it. If you had a million dollars and you live long enough, that million dollars would run out. It would run out. But I know a man called Jesus. Apostle Paul said, My God and your God shall meet your every need. Anybody got any needs this morning? Well, there's two, two of us. Well, there's a few more going up now. Everybody got, got all you need? I'm talking about, I'm not just talking about wealth. I'm talking about our needs and sickness and family sickness and all. We all have them needs, don't we? Because my God shall supply all of your needs. I'm pointing at all of you. As Paul said, my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord. His riches will never run out. He don't own just a cattle on a thousand, thousand hills. He owns a thousand hills. He will meet your needs if you follow him. Now, if you're not a Christian and you're not following him, he's not promised you he'd meet your needs until you came to him first and believed in him first. Are you ready to go this morning? We have an invitation. Would you stand with me this morning and bow your head? If you're here this morning, I don't know who you are, and I don't care. If you don't know Jesus Christ, the day might be your day. You're not here by accident today. You're not here by accident today. Oh, somebody may have invited you to come today, but down deep in your heart, you're glad that you're here because God sent you here today. God wants to bless you and teach you. Amen? So, would you bow your head with me for just a minute while they sang this invitational song? You need to pray, just come right on. I'll pray with you this morning if that's what you need. Don't Let your hearts not be you, troubled. Nobody will talk about you. Don't give up or give in. You miss heaven, my friend. You missed it all. For Jesus is promised. Is some coming to pray this morning? Do you need to, to pray? children with him. I'll meet you right here this morning. He's I'll pray with you. and planning. 
Soon his glory we'll see. Reach over and get somebody with a hand. And a mansion will live in. Throughout eternity. That's up to you and the Lord right now. In my Father's house are many mansions. For Jesus said so, and up to heaven he'd go to build them for you and me. Walls made of jasper and a clear crystal river. Saved. What are you waiting for? Jesus done said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There's no other way. Everybody bow their heads. Everybody bow their heads. Nobody's looking around. Go back to your word about somebody will see you. Nobody's looking. Just step out. All these come down here in front and meet you right a here. A mansion for you, a mansion for me, in my Father's house. Maybe you've tried everything else. Maybe you've tried everything else. In my Father's house. But you're still not satisfied with your life. Our many mansions. If you've tried everything else, will you come and try Jesus? He'll go home with you. And I promise you, you'll never be sorry. Never be sorry. Walls made of jasper and the clear crystal river. While the ages shall roll, we'll walk the streets of pure gold in my father's house. My father's house. In order you find and see it, you've got to. You've got to come to the cross. You've got to come with Jesus Christ. Y'all sing, sing one more verse. <laughs> and this is your opportunity. This is your chance to come. How many dear loved this will be the last ones have gone on before me. They now live in a mansion. What about it, friend? Jesus is standing with open arms. Right now he is building and constructing mansions. A mansion for you, a mansion for me, in my Father's house. In my Father's house. Army. Walk the streets of pure gold in 
and my father's house. <laughs> that sounds like heaven to me, don't you? We are glad that everybody came this morning. Glad for the visitor. Glad to see her cousin back there once again, ever, her husband, family. And uh, so I'm going to, uh, I know it's getting a little later, but that's all right. Be no church tonight, by the way. Spend time. If you've got a father, be sure and if you can get around to where he's at today, be sure you go to him, tell him you love him, all right? I wish I could put my arms around mine today and tell him I love him, but I can't. So I'm going to ask all the men to come on up here. All men, come on up here. All fathers, that is. All the fathers. To be a father, you got to have a child, you know. Well, you don't have to, but your wife does. Tom, can you get up them steps? I'll be back, bud. <laughs> Good. <laughs> hey. I believe God wanted you. I'm going to be praying for you every day, all right? You just remember that every morning. All right, let's see here. How many fathers we got back in there? One, two, three. How many back there on the bench here? Five, four, five, and one, two, three. Eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine. How many did I get? Huh? Lee Becker. Lee, are you a father? Okay. I didn't know. Somebody count them. I don't forgot how many there was. <laughs> Well, somebody count them. Mark, step out here and count them. I don't know they're sitting down back there on the back. Something matter with you two boys back there? You're old. <laughs> You'll never make it. <laughs> These two back there, Timmy and Johnny. See if you got what I got. Three, Thirty-six. Well, we got thirty-six here. Ain't just a good-looking bunch of men to be in church, country church. All right. How do we usually do this? This what? Oh, okay. Three fathers, thirty-nine. Is this? The, the youngest and oldest and last. Okay. Guys, I'm proud to be one of the fathers that's here today. I'm proud of all of you. We love you. And Jesus loves you. And uh, we got a little something to show your appreciation today. And 
ain't much, but it's the thought of it, and it's just hard to get this much stuff at one place. So what they did, they did order something, a little something here for you, and just appreciation for your help and your coming. There'll be no church tonight. Y'all be safe when y'all go back. And, uh, and uh, so... Huh? Okay. All right. All right. We got anybody here today a hundred? Here a man a hundred? Well, I just got online a little bit this morning. I'll already bear down on it next week. Anybody 90? I'm going to start at 90 and go down. What is after 90? 89? 88? 87? 86? Step out. 86? 85? 84? 83? 82? 82? 81? 80? All right, Billy. Come right here, buddy, and we'll get your picture made These with a preacher. Is this for the oldest one? This is for the oldest one. Get right here and get your picture made with a preacher here. What's the matter with you? All right. Now we're going with the youngest one. What about? This is the youngest father. 16? I'm going to go the other way this time. 16, 17? 18? 19? 20? 21? 22? 23? 24? 25? 26, 27, 28, 28. God, you've got that, you got that old this quick? I, just well, I remember you and you just a little boy. <laughs> Turn around here and get your picture made on. All right. Tough for Brother Ralph. We appreciate you and happy Father's Day. Well, thank you very much. Just take a picture of all these men here with me then. Can you get us all? Yeah. Okay. You almost like me awful well. I ain't never got something like that. <laughs> I must be good. All right. Uh, you give him one of them. Oh, okay. You and Billy? Okay. Danny, we'll start. You can go sit down. Y'all did get a picture of him, didn't you? Come on, George. 
I don't know if we ought to give him one or not. He he may cut himself. Oh, no. Come on, Scott. Dave, you come here too. Let's get two of you here. Is this all the brothers you got? <laughs> as far as I know. Here, I'm get on this side. Yeah. Love you guys. Happy Father's Day. Come here, big guy. <laughs>